So I'm sure we're all familiar with the word nepotism from the Italian nepote, meaning nephew, where uh, you get promoted and get powerful positions due to your family connections. St. Charles Barmeo is the paradigm of what nepotism is. Literally, his uncle was the Pope. <laughs> Literally. Okay? He's from the, the Medici family. He was made a cardinal by his uncle uh, as an adolescent student with immense power. Later at 25, becomes a priest. The same year he became a priest, he becomes a bishop. <laughs> I was like, I was ordained 10 years ago. <laughs> it's a joke, it's a joke. But that's great because it's wonderful because we can look at him and we can look at the whole history of the church and power dynamics and all this kind of worldly stuff and we can put our hands to the sky. But we can also say, but look how God works through that. Because St. Charles Borromeo was and is no joke, for sure. Living around the time of the Protestant Reformation with the Counter-Reformation, with the Council of Trent going on, him promoting in his diocese, the Diocese of Milan, promoting reform, first of all, beginning with his own life, doing everything he can, dying, in fact, basically because of such an intense life he lived at uh, the young age of 46, uh, so lived like this, also famously is attributed, which you can't just say it's one person, but attributed for the founding of seminaries. Now, before priests were educated in a more... Uh, a more uh, personal uh, education system. But he started the seminaries that people come together to, to be educated. Because, of course, he saw the education of the clergy to be uh, essential for the reform in the church. I know there's seminarians today who still have their fist towards God saying, no, why? <coughs> um, struggling through seminary, which is a struggle. But I like this very much because, you know, this first reading from St. Paul really reminded me uh, to not look at others as, to not think of himself more highly than one ought to think, but to think soberly, each according to the measure of faith that God has appointed. And first of all, with ourselves, it's okay to look at ourselves and say, well, look at my weakness. Look at my lack of faith. It's okay. We should have peace with this. We say, God, you decided to give me this much faith. And so that's good. You decided to give me this place in the church. Help me to be faithful to this place. Because the secret to happiness has nothing to do with uh, public admiration or being in this or that uh, special place uh, in, in history. But, but, but discovering that one's a beloved in God and discovering that God's the one who gives out his grace in a way that we don't know. We don't know why he, he was so good to St. Charles Borromeo, if, if not exactly just for the good of the church but why he decides to give each of us the kind of grace. And in this way, when we look at somebody else who has less faith or less virtue than us, we don't judge them poorly. We just say, God, give them your grace. Help me be a good Christian. And when we look at others who have more faith and more virtue than ourselves, we don't need to be jealous, but we can thank God, knowing that each of us belongs to the body of Christ. And in this way, None of this is a competition in the church or in life. Everything gets revolved around being with Christ and discovering the goodness of life because of him. And that's true reform in the church. True reform is saying everything is always about Christ. And so each of us has uh, our own responsibility to continue the work of reformation in the church, which is constant. The church is always reforming itself. And we can ask and beg St. Charles Borromeo that God 
uh, would give, uh, give us a little bit of his charism, a little bit of his passion to say yes to him today.